Welcome to New Teacher Talk. My name is Amy Howerton, and I am an English teacher and English department chairperson at Oswego High School in Oswego, Illinois. Today, I'm going to talk to you about reflection. After today's podcast, you should walk away with ideas to help your students capitalize on the power of reflection as a tool for learning. If you're listening to this in June, you may have just finished the school year and doing a bit of reflecting yourself. After teaching for over 20 years, I find that my bucket is pretty depleted at the end of the school year, but it's also a great time for reflection. By using feedback from my students, I can reflect on the positive successes of the year and consider the areas where I can continue to grow as an educator. This same kind of reflection that you engage in at the end of the year, at the end of a unit, at the end of individual lessons, is also of incredible value to your students as learners. One of my fellow authors published in the New Teacher's Guide to Overcoming Common Challenges is Aaron Seitz. On page 63, he discusses the value of reflection for teachers. While the guide is focused on teacher reflection, Aaron also notes the power of student reflection in episode four of the New Teacher Talk podcast. In the podcast, he shared, quote, student self-assessment is paramount to student growth. If students feel like they have transformed or matured and they are carrying themselves with a new confidence in the skill area or content area, that is real because it is housed within them as an internal perception of growth. I agree with Aaron. Offering students time to reflect and guidance on their learning helps solidify their growth and set goals for future learning and continued growth. During the last nine years of my teaching career, I have incorporated many more concrete ways to use student self-reflection during units of instruction and after summative assessments. Students use my formative and summative feedback to inform their reflections, as well as peer feedback, to consider their own growth in learning targets related to content knowledge and skill development. I encourage students to set goals for themselves on those skills which recur throughout the year. As an English teacher, those skills can include the use of close reading strategies and a variety of writing skills. However, what I've discovered about my students' reflections is that they tend to focus more on approaches to learning rather than discrete content knowledge or skills. Here's a quick story to illustrate this example. This spring semester, one of my high school English students' reflections focused on his need to use the writing process differently than he had in the past. In full transparency, he had not been using the writing steps or the tools available to him, but had defaulted to one night of speed writing, cramming words together with bits of text evidence sprinkled in. Although I had provided similar feedback to him multiple times during the learning path, in his own reflection, he discovered for himself that this was not a valuable or successful approach. More so than my own feedback and guidance to him, the student's own thinking made a significant impact on his willingness to adapt and grow. His goal reflected a self-driven desire to change his approach and improve his engagement with learning, his time management, and ultimately his writing skills. Although I had hoped for a change in his approach to writing earlier in the academic year, he ultimately made an important discovery about his own learning and has the desire to change. That is a learning success. Because the use of student reflection is not a new concept, there are many resources out there to support teachers' use of it as an element in their professional practice. I personally like the works of Rick Stiggins, and I find a wealth of ideas from the professional organization ASCD, the Association of Supervision and Curriculum Development. In the New Teacher's Guide to Overcoming Common Challenges, there are also ideas about reflection in Section 4, Curriculum and Instruction, Section 5, Differentiation, and Section 10, Student Assessment and Data Literacy. 
There's also a whole team of professionals you can network with through the New Teacher Talk Twitter account, at New Teacher Talk One. Thank you for listening. I hope you become a regular follower of the New Teacher Talk podcast channel. And remember, as a new teacher, we are here to help you.